So just a couple of days ago, I explained why 8000 was an important level. And yes, if you did sustain below it, then it could have extended to lower levels. And now we are bouncing back from here. So the question that everyone's mind will have again is whether this is the final bottom and from where you're going to get a bounce back. Now I said bottom and I said bounce back. I did not say uh, that this is the worst over because definitely that's not something you can say. In fact, it's not something I will try and anticipate. So if you do get a meaningful bottom and I'm still saying if is then that's when you will probably get a larger retracement of this move. But I feel it is still too early to uh, say that even though you had some extremely oversold readings and almost a week back I did think it was time to get something like that but what we are really seeing is the relentlessness of uh, this move every time it uh, moves higher uh, on the way lower so I think you'd really want it to get past certain uh, important levels before you take that call and the thing which is happening I think across uh, many many markets is we've all started to trade on the S&P futures now I say that with some uh, amount of sarcasm because uh, and this happens every time we've seen a bear market uh, the daytime movements in our market end up being with people trying to mimic what's happening in the uh, US futures otherwise it in normal markets we often may actually end up ignoring what's happening over there uh, but when fear runs high uh, it's like a circle it's like circular trading and uh, even when you have a big up day on the S&P previous night, if the futures are down in the morning, all the markets start reacting that way. And so this has become a virtuous circle, which is not really helping. What you do have in terms of help is a lot of intervention coming in from you know various places. Initially, it was only the US uh, and that was not helping. But now you have Europe and you have uh, UK all stepping in. Uh, Japan should have uh, done something uh, bigger but probably they are also still uh, in the pipeline and if all of that happens uh, understand the impact of all that is directly on currency markets because something when Europe does something then the euro starts to weaken when UK does something the pound starts to weaken and when Japan does something the yen starts to weaken and that is probably why over the last several days you have seen the dollar index gallop on the way up as markets started to anticipate that central banks around the world, non-US central banks, are going to take decisive action and the DX5 actually ran up, which means weakening of other currencies. So we've already seen weakness of almost 20 to 30% in currencies around the world, uh, not just not the Indian currency yet, which is, I believe, in my mind, still to do a catch-up job. Uh, but many other currencies since the not just the virus but the slowdown which was there in uh, which was already there uh, had caused an initial push lower i think in jan but once the virus news caught on it really caused the em currency index to start selling off and now it's in a trend because it's broken the uh, larger rising channel uh, on the way lower uh, in the last two weeks and is now extending so this move is definitely not over as far as uh, the decline for the msci emerging market currency index is concerned and that is why I think it will continue to put pressure on the currency market, which is the center uh, of all thinking. Because look at it this way, uh, the data out so far shows almost 80,000 crores of outflow from Indian markets. That is equity and bond markets combined. That's over $10 billion of, uh, more than $10 billion of outflow already happening. The RB has intervened with $2 billion in the last week through swaps. And uh, definitely it can't throw everything it has at the market at least not at these levels it'll definitely keep trying uh, but what you need to watch out for we just had a gap up yesterday 
the gap up uh, goes past the 75 mark uh, rather 74 half is where the previous gap was i mean previous high was in 2018 and we gapped above that to uh, 70 uh, 74.77 so between 74 half and 74.77 we are leaving behind what could be a breakaway gap as we break beyond the 2018 high that the usdnr made and so you need to watch how prices continue to behave from this level if they continue to rise that's a pressure point for the indian market because if we are to drop 20 to 30 percent on our currency just like the rest have which is logical even if you want to keep uh, you know the currency parity otherwise your real effective exchange rate would become too strong you'd want to see it uh, see the uh, usdnr head towards the 80 mark so that's logical as far as i'm concerned you are seeing a reaction in various currency pairs uh, post these announcements uh, from the UK uh, and uh, the Eurozone uh, overnight and uh, the dollar index is down a bit. But what I'll watch out for is uh, within a day or two, if it starts heading higher, then I think that's the bigger trend, which has less to do not just with the stimulus, but more to do with what is happening deeper inside the financial markets due to because uh, that's what that's why the Fed was intervening aggressively in the repo market. So there's something happening with the dollar uh, and that I think uh, you really need to watch out for. And the current crisis, of course, the added equity risk is not helping. So there was already an issue and now it, it's really blown out of proportion, uh, causing a lot of outflows where investors have started to react in terms of pulling their money out from various funds. So when redemptions start to happen, it becomes a continuous and consistent uh, pressure uh, on a daily basis. Now, we haven't really seen that kind of pressure probably from domestic investors, which is why mutual funds have been net buyers through this fall. Uh, using up the cash that they have on the table and probably still not facing the pressure point uh, from domestic investors who are probably thinking that yes this is a uh, sell-off and every time market sell-off and especially this much and what is the point of a panic this must be a good buying opportunity and i hope that's true but uh, if uh, i just look at the patterns which is the ending diagonal structure that the nifty formed from 2018 to 2020 it's indicative of a much more longer term and sustained top that will remain in place for several years before we really go back to those levels. What will happen in between that? How many ups and downs will you get a better rate is something that we are trying to pattern and watch on a day-to-day -day basis. And uh, the next level to watch probably will be closer to the 9000 mark, which we've almost come close to. Uh, the last time we peaked at 10,159 and then sold off. Now we're going to watch whether we you know, can get past the 9000 mark. Uh, the last time I actually thought so, this time I'm just keeping my fingers crossed because you don't know. And uh, the main thing to watch would be uh, the currency pairs rather than uh, what the S&P futures are doing because what they may do today may not exactly be what the US indices may do in the night or even on Monday morning. So uh, that cannot become the basis of your opinion on what markets are likely to do. Uh, and you probably need to look at uh, other indicators. I've published a couple of macro indicators, both from my side and one which Elliott Wave International put out uh, that show extremes in sentiment typically seen at medium term bottoms have actually surprisingly not been reached or even close, even though all these markets have fallen more than 30%. So if you want to see those, you can just check them out in my long shot update published yesterday. And uh, that's all I think I'll wrap up with today. It's a good bounce to watch. Uh, but the question is, are we really going to uh, convert it into a, a bigger rally or is it going to fade again just like we've seen or the previous Friday rally, which was exactly last Friday, uh, pop up and then give up in the rest of the week. Uh, so that's uh, what we'll be watching out for next week as we en enter the final week of the monthly expiration. Uh, though 
I wonder sometimes whether weekly expirations have made the monthly expiration equivalent to a weekly. Uh, the good news is at least from a trading point of view or rather liquidity point of view, that's not happened. So the one month options uh, uh, and futures uh, remain as liquid. Uh, many times you will not find quotations in the two week and three week options, uh, the weekly options uh, ahead of time, but you will always find the month end options uh, with quotes on both sides and liquid. So that's at least the good news. If nothing else works, you have that available in terms of an instrument that you can play with. Lastly, I'll mention on bond markets, we did have a bump up in yields uh, yesterday, but they are actually down. So we have uh, I had written a note on the Indian GSEC and I said the point at which they will, will move beyond the 6.5% mark will actually overlap with the first wave of this fall and it will then be confirmed as a corrective structure. We stopped just short of that. So we remain at that inflection point. Maybe in the next few days, uh, you'll get an idea. Either bond yields continue to drop in India, in which case we've not crossed the inflection where yields start to move up rapidly. But if they do uh, go beyond that, then I think uh, uh, the completely opposite view as far as the Indian bond deals are concerned should come into play and you should be aware of the possibility that they can spike again. A lot of bond markets because of the intervention overnight have also paused in terms of the yields rising, which we had seen uh, happening very, very sharply. And uh, part of it has to do with what currencies are doing. So we'll see whether that impact continues over the next two, three days uh, or the interventions have been sufficient to cool off that pressure for the time being. So that's all in this short update. Thank you.